This is Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Now, this next guest, I can't get enough of this lady. This is now the third time this week I'm talking to her because of you, John. Twice on Cats at Night. She's once one on smart Friends. lady. She's one smart lady. And I got to tell you, between Governor Patterson, who I love, and Governor Pataki, who I love, defending Kathy Hochul, thank God for Melissa DeRosa, who's out there like me, saying, oh, there's no defense here. She screwed this up. Here she is back on Cats at Night. Even the post today says the math doesn't work. LaSalle is, to quote Howard Cosell, Dead on arrival. Here she is, the great Melissa DeRosa. Hello, Miss Melissa. How are you? Great to be back, guys. How are you doing? Uh, great. And then the column that you just sent to John, he showed to me, the math says LaSalle's dead. She can sue. She can yell. She can scream. Take it to the but, floor. But, it's over. But Governor, know, Patterson says, Governor Patterson says the budget is coming, and she, the governor, whoever the governor is, has a squeeze on the testicles. Is that, that a quote? Right? Is that a quote from David? No, it's not. That's my watch. What do you think about what John just said? I try to make it a habit never to disagree with Governor Patterson. But in this instance, what I will say, Hochul has aligned herself as much as she can possibly with Carl Heasty, who's the Assembly Speaker, Democratic Assembly Speaker. And the two of them have been sort of you know, holding hands and walking and playing nicely together. Now, if you're going to try to screw the Senate Democrats and say, you just went after me on the judge, I'm now going to turn around and take it out on you. By definition, you also have to screw the Assembly Democrats because the, the members share districts. Every district where there's a senator, there's an Assembly person. So by going after the Senate Dems, you would also be going after the Assembly Dems. And that is a risk and a gamble I don't think Kathy Hochul is, is going to take. I mean, it would be declaring war on the entire legislature. And then you go from a situation where you have the Senate Democrats who just rolled you, and you're going to team them up with the Assembly Democrats who are going to now both want to come to kill you. So I don't I don't think she's strong enough. I don't think that they know how but to do what it. What choice does he have? You know, what choices does she have? Because otherwise she's not governor. Somebody else is governor. Look, John, I know and I agree with you. I, we talked about that earlier in the week, but, but look what she just did, right? She just blew this vote for the first time since they've ever been doing confirmations. She tossed around this possibility she was going to bring a lawsuit. Well, not a possibility. She threatened she was going to bring a lawsuit. They voted down, and then she spent two days saying, ahamada, ahamada, ahamada. So now what? I mean, they've already... That's Jackie Gleason, son. <laughs> you know, she's now proven herself. She She basically... Look, when I look at her record of the last year, my biggest takeaway is the most astounding thing Kathy Hochul has done is reoriented the press, the public, and the legislature into thinking the governor no longer matters. She is basically another legislator at this point, vis-a-vis -vis the, the legislature. She is no more powerful than an individual senator. So I agree with you. She's got to turn this around and reorient things in Albany. But I don't think the budget's going to be the place to do it unless she wants to go to full-scale war with all of the legislature. Right. I agree with uh, that, too. Now, in the background here, we have uh, Governor Patterson. And Governor Patterson, what say you? You have been the defender of Governor Hochul. What say you today? Well, I think that the governor has to bring the legal action just to try to preserve something. Because I think that the the uh, courts would rule in favor that the nomination should have gone to the Senate. It's the plain language doctrine. Plain language means unless there's any other language, then it's the plain language. It said the Senate. It didn't say a committee. I think she can do that. 
I think that what she also needs to do is to get out in front of the situation, even though she lost. In other words, you lose sometimes, but I, I would not like to hear that she's nowhere where she can't be found or she's doing a bunch of other things to try to distract us from what actually happened. It, it happened. It's real. And now the, the question really is um, what happens with the nomination? In other words, there. If she I can withdraw the nomination, she's gonna have no. to. Then does, does she have to? She's gonna have she to have eventually. From the list, yes, eventually. Right, so, Judge Weinberg. All right, want a, a quick, easy solution to this process? Sure. Okay. Right now, there's a vacancy on the uh, on the court. The acting chief judge of the state can appoint an appellate division justice to sit on that court. Right. So there'll be a full complement of judges. That's what he should do while this litigation goes forward. That gives an advantage, and it should be a common sense. A common sense. Listen, I'm the coordinator. We got Governor Patterson. Go ahead, Your Honor. How does the appointee get on the court without being confirmed by the Senate? It's an interim appointment. It's an interim appointment. It's an acting. Andrew John is right. Is that allowed to be done? done. As long as you have a vacancy on the court, the chief judge of the state, now we have an acting chief judge, can appoint somebody from the appellate division to sit on the court. So you have a full complement. And if they're smart, they don't take a lefty. Listen to your soundbite. Look, I I think that this is all sort of short-term solutions, right? The bigger question is, because even if you do do that, right, and you appoint someone temporarily in an acting position, the question is, do you move along? And I guess this is sort of where there's a more dangerous question, right? Because if you accept that the Senate just rejected this candidate and that the committee served as the rejection. No, the Senate, the committee rejected, not the Senate. Correct. But I'm saying in order to get a new list, they were, there would have to be an official rejection from the Senate. Otherwise, she would have to pull it back and just pick from the existing list. So this is now like a procedural precedent issue. If she were to accept that the Senate rejected it, even though it was just the committee, then I would argue moving forward, the Senate has recreated the precedent for, ha- for what it means to have there be contemplation of the Senate. Right. Do you, do you, do you follow what no, I'm no, saying? No, I do. I do. But, I, but I would say this to both Melissa and Governor Patterson, or the gentleman in the studio. At this point, to me, Sid Rosenberg, who becomes judge, doesn't matter. Uh, what we saw just now is a governor that's been castrated, and no matter what you do moving forward, that doesn't change, whether you like it or not, David. So the question becomes, at what point does Kathy Hochul regain some of the credibility she lost this week, no matter what you do moving forward? You know, if I could, she's got a bigger problem than this, guys. I mean, yes, she botched the judge. Yes, she screwed up by not, you know, using the leverage of the pay raise. That storm out in western New York was a debacle. Forty-seven people died. They completely mismanaged that. Eastside Access, which under our administration, Governor Cuomo, we brought literally to the finish line, was supposed to open in Penn Station. I'm sorry, in Grand Central Station on January 1. It's now 20 days late. They have no idea when it's going to open. There's governmentally, politically, things are just a debacle over there right now. So I don't know if it's a staff issue. I don't know if it's the governor herself because she's been lieutenant governor and she wasn't used to playing this role. Although, Governor Patterson, you stepped into it pretty seamlessly. So I don't know what's going on. But to your point, that she's got to figure this out fast or else it's going to be bad for New York. No, we all agree that she has to figure it out fast. Last word, David Patterson, and then we're going to a break. Albert Einstein once said, that time is cylindrical. 
over time, something's going to happen to give her a chance to get back in this game, and she better jump on it real fast. Is that, the, is that under the, trans- the translation? That's is, perfect. No, it's true. The perfect. translation is crap happens. Yes, that's it. Thank you, guys. Have a great, great weekend, job. Melinda. Thank have you. Have a great weekend. With Governor Patterson, thank, thank you all. Guys. Have a great weekend. Great. Let's take a break right now, and then we come back to find out how we're going to live longer with Dr. Michalos.